retard. No, it's great. I mean, everybody there should be fucking maudlin as shit before I fire the recording up. Uh, to be fair, Riverdale's always there for you. Indeed it is. Unfortunately. Here, hold on. One, uh, Give me like two seconds. Okay. Okay, go ahead. I just wanted, I wanted two solid seconds of silence to baseline off of. Oh, that's cool. Um, so, uh, it's my turn at the helm, and uh, we find ourselves back in Asmodendex Halls of Madness. Uh, you guys uh, just got done, um, well, the group that uh, just finished up uh, liberated a mine for a witch from a banshee and a bunch of dwarves. So, we had that. Um, well, first off, uh, just to clarify, we'll go around the table and uh, uh, introduce who's uh, who's going to be playing this time. Um, I will be backing up the party with uh, my sorcerer, Lonix, 10th level. Blockwork Soul Sorcerer. Jeff, what you got in your stable? Uh, I got Bobby Belvedere. Bobby He's, Belvedere. He is a little bit life cleric. A whole lot of bard. He sees, he, sh- he sees shit and he knows how to entertain. He's the Osmonds of, of, of uh, gnomes, correct? Uh, I mean, I, if if the Osmonds were a little bit, a little bit Os- country, a little bit rock and roll. If the Osmonds were cool and a little bit funny and wore chicken soup, okay. And that is, that is maybe, a lot to ask. And of, we're uh, maybe three yeah. feet tall. Okay, Dylan, what you bringing? Back with the uh, holiday armadillo. Holiday armadillo, I love it. And he is a he eats all kinds of different flavors, right? Mm-hmm. He's a he's a druid barbarian paladin. Because of course he is. <laughs> For goddamn sake. Okay. He's a, uh, right. That okay, that explains so much. Yeah, that wasn't detailed before, uh, because no. you were you were at the helm and you know, we weren't privy. So batshit. <clears throat> you you were yes, the king of like triple classing. Uh, I think the last three characters you played were triple class, weren't they? Uh, I think I was just double classed on uh, Rube. Rube, he was a okay. bard and warlock, right? Yeah, warlock bard. Yeah, it was just double. Yeah. Was he a coffee lock? The uh, sacrifice uh, spell slots for sorcerer points to buy no. spell slots and basically never run out of spell slots. No, he wasn't doing that. You should have. I think you ran out of spell slots a lot. Uh, or we were always we were always on it's, the verge. It's such a janky play style. Like it's it is it is. It's just a lot of uh, bonus it, only, it only works if your if your DM allows it. Yeah, and uh, I don't care. Up, so I'm guessing he allows it. Yeah, he he's. I mean, you're a warlock. You're already tapping into the darkest parts of your soul, so you may as well go full dark side. And over there in the corner, we have Chad with uh, something. some kind of some kind of some kind of vermin or or insectoid. Yeah. What is it? No, no, we've got we've got the greatest bugbear of all the bugbears. 
the, the, the king of bugbear. Bugbear. That's right. Okay. That's right. We have bug. The, the bugbear. The uh, circle of stars. Yes. Druid. Okay. That was so cool. He is. Uh, he he's been on his own for a little bit. Lincoln. After this really batshit adventure that he went on with a couple of other druids, and he's yeah. he's, he's missing his buddy. So he's been on his own for a little bit. He may have lost some social graces in the meantime. Okay. Well, um, you guys are all. Uh, well, I'll, I'll let you decide. Where where are you guys uh, congregating in the uh, old Asmodendax? Are you uh, just AW three in it up or? Oh, yeah, I'm probably at the front entrance arguing about how I get into this. Right, you've never been here. I've never been here. I have no money. Okay. But I'm good at things, so I should be able to, you know, find people to do things with. Like run adventures or they're prostitutes, right? Maybe. Okay. Well, uh, Lonix uh, will say, I think we definitely need a fourth, and I don't think Pop-Pop's coming. Uh, when you guys all hear this guy yeah. trying to argue his way into the front gate. Your Belvedere is just kicking back. Uh, still... Still enjoying the R and R after uh, the competition. Yes. Okay. Um, competition. But yeah, it was televised. You might have seen it you, if you were in the you, dungeon. You, you seriously? <laughs> you have forgotten so quickly? No, I forgot that you were not Belvedere last time. Oh yes, I was that's BB. All. We were no. That's uh, yeah. We were all different characters because we didn't trust Dylan not to kill us. Yeah, he was the uh, um, Kenku Barbarian. Right. Yeah, now we're getting that average back up to not killed. And uh, we'll spring the trap next time. Oh, that's okay. It'll still be somebody random next time. Okay. All right. So... Um, as is the case, uh, typically, uh, when you guys are in here, there's uh, various uh, broadcasts of adventurers within the dungeon, various adventures. Uh, some are, looks like they're having a, a good enough time making way through the dungeon. Some are running for their lives. Some are trapped in some perilous trap. Some are fighting beasts, you know. Uh, every stage of an adventure you think of is being displayed on one of these magic mirrors throughout the AW3s. And as you are enjoying uh, the spectacle along with other patrons, patrons, uh, your best friend Daryl walks in and looks around. Looks around, he's like, walks up to a table, and he's about to say something, and the person turns, and he's like, oh, fuck, no. And he walks away, 
and uh, walks up to somebody else. I go, wait, you still owe me money, right? And the guy's like, no. And he goes, yeah, you do. And he just reaches in a pouch and pulls out this huge scroll that just like kind of falls down and rolls down across the carpet or across the floor. And he's just listing off these things. Okay, this was paid. This was paid. But now right here, here's where it starts. And the guy's, no, no, no. And Daryl snaps his fingers and a couple of the uh, orc guards come over and escort the guy. He goes, he goes, you need to go to a county, straighten this out right now. I hope you kept all your receipts. And the guy's like, what receipt? As he's dragged off. Um, Daryl's looking around and he sees us, you guys, at the table. And he very excitedly comes rolling over to the table. You have a minute, uh, a few seconds before he gets to you. Oh, no. This is... uh, this is where I'll give you a agency in which uh, you can decide whether or not you want this to happen. Agency on whether or not you want this to happen. That's amazing. What, what, how else would I say it? I mean, so you're saying or, or, or the, we can let this happen or we could just strike him down before he gets to us? Uh, if you strike him down, he'll only become more powerful than I, I was hoping, ever imagined. I, I honestly, I was hoping you said that as a response. <laughs> uh, I really was. Uh, probably, okay. probably the most true thing I've ever said. Yeah, I mean, he, we're, we're, uh, we're going to get screwed whether he comes and talks to us or not. Really, it's the only way this adventure happens. So, um, it's how life in this dungeon works. You get fucked, or you get fucked. Being being the uh, ever uh, empathetic—I don't know if that's a uh, word—able to read your emotions like Daryl is, you know, because he's so uh, in touch with everyone else's feelings. uh, He can see you guys are. kind of hesitant oh shit he's coming this way and he's like no 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 it's good news good news and he he like quick and comes over to the table and he sits down uh kind of like bumps lonix right out of his his stool and sits in the chair and lonix stands up like what the fuck but since they're both being controlled by me i can only have one in a chair at a time <laughs> um daryl sits down he's like okay you guys are legends Seriously, you guys and a few of your friends, I right, can't find uh, the, the uh, Uncle Pop Pop, uh, the, the cat pirate, uh, a cup, uh, you know, you know, the guys, uh, the, the frosty elf and all, all those. You guys are part of that that group that just seems to keep rolling through here and not failing. And that is exactly what I need. If you need the cat, I think I saw him licking his balls over there. Um, yeah, he was coughing something up. I, I really, I, I didn't need that. Okay. Uh, you guys were together, and you know, I need four. I need, I need, I need four of you. Do you have a, a, a fourth? We do not currently. Um, I heard somebody yelling at the door. He's big. Always a good maybe, sign. Maybe beefy. Uh, looks like you guys. And he kind of just pinches. Uh, um. 
Belvedere's arm and all he gets is feathery fluff that keeps pinching like he's looking for your arm inside the chicken sleeve and he finally finds it like ah yeah yeah it looks like you can use the muscle uh big dude hairy beastly i'm pretty sure he he i'm sure he is he our kind of weird um he's all kinds of weird perfect um i'm pretty sure uh you know hey and if you need somebody to you know fall on the sword that's the perfect perfect guy to be the fourth right fall on the sword and and none of you react to that the way daryl thinks you should and he's like uh, you, you know what i mean you know what i mean it'll be all fine I, I just need you guys to run to dillard and pick up a delivery uh they dropped it off at our corporate office in town where you know all fodder inc won't let me see the books anymore so they've been doing them uh off-site uh but this delivery came and was delivered to the the corporate office i need you to go pick it up and get it back here before they open the package it's supposed it's 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 going to be delivered this afternoon i got an alert he pulls out what it, it, you don't even know what it is. It just looks like a small little mirror. You catch a flash of a reflection on it, and he just kind of like runs his fingers up it like he's scrolling through Twitter or something, and he's like, yeah, here. And he shows it to you. You don't see anything. It's just your reflection in the thing. And he's like, oh, I got screensaver on. He hits it and pops up, and it shows a picture of a package. Oh, my God. It's fucking... Under a dude's arm, and the guy's just walking... And it shows a note. Uh, it has like a underneath the bottom of the the picture is a number in feet, and it just is ticking down. It's like a thousand and forty seven, thousand forty six, thousand forty seven, thousand forty eight, and it like goes up and down. It's like it's not quite coming directly to you, but he goes, "It's they're going to deliver it to Dillard. If they find out I bought this thing, they're going to be pissed." I just need to get it in the dungeon and get it installed so they can see how brilliant it will be. Oh, I just need you guys to run and get it. Sure. What could go wrong? And honestly, he looks around the, the, the bar. He says, you are the only guys in here that are profitable and I can afford to let out of the dungeon right now. You're the only ones in the black. Everyone else owes me money. If I let them out of here, they'll probably never come back. But I can let you guys roll. And, and what, do into, we get, uh, what do we get for this? Uh, we'll, we'll set up. I, I'll give you a free dungeon pass or, or you know, uh, uh, 50% off, 50% of the time tickets, you know, whatever. Uh, half off ticket for everybody. You three? Uh, and our fourth, assuming they survive. Okay, okay. What's that, 200%? That's, that's a loss, right? Well, I mean, it's, um, it's four 50% off tickets, so I don't. you, you do the math on, on that however you... He's doing it. the math, and it's coming out all wrong. He's oh, yeah, because he's, uh, he's not doing He's math. an idiot. He's an idiot. But, but yeah. Um, he's like, yeah, that, that, that works. That works. That works. I mean, it's like a couple hours... To Dillard. I mean, we're just we're just out of time. Out of time. I will tell you this though, um, the dungeon being as successful as it is, he looks around all pleased and happy and and and, and uh, sure of himself. Uh, 
it really has uh, there's been a real huge boom in the surrounding area. Dillard is buzzing. Uh, it's getting closer and closer, but the corporate office is in Old Dillard, like downtown. So uh, um, it doesn't look like you remember it. So I, I will warn you, it's a little, it's, it, it's, uh, it's awesome, but it's a little jarring at first. Okay. Uh, if you come with me, uh, I'll get you out the gate. And we'll pick up that fourth. Cool, cool. Uh, sure. Holly, you guys got Holly. You're coming, yeah. Yeah. Not a huge fan of being indoors. I mean, uh, it's it's gonna be weird being perfect. outside again. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect job for you. Yeah. Like real cool, outside. Cool. Man, I don't know. Let's roll. So uh, he he just sets off uh, like he expects you to follow him, and uh, he. Rolls out to the uh, the main entrance where Bug, you're are, you're still trying to plead your I case. How you should be allowed in with no money? That's right. I want to just do stuff and things. Maybe find some other people. I haven't seen people in a while. The uh, you guys just do stuff and things. The um, demon who uh, is manning the front gate uh, is starting to get irate with you. That uh, he, he's he's told you half a dozen times what the ticket price is. Uh, you know, um, you apparently can you read? Can you write? Uh, I've never established if I can or not. Okay, so you know he's trying to he's pointing to a contract and he's like, I need you to sign here, and you keep trying to eat the pen. You know, whatever. Yeah, uh, it's just not it's not sinking in, and uh, you don't have anybody. Daryl walks up. Taps the guy on the shoulder. It's like, I got this. No problem. I'll get him right out of here. Uh, sir, um, I am Daryl, uh, proprietor of this dungeon. Um, I can get you in. But first, in I will waive the entry fee if you go with these gentlemen here. He gestures to the three, uh, Lonix, Belvedere, and Holiday. Uh we need to uh, run into town, and I need you to uh, pick up a package. And uh huh. He actually, in mid mid description, he just kind of looks side eye at the demon that's manning the front gate, and he's like, "I need you to go pick up my mail in town, right?" And he's uh -huh. winking at you guys with his back to the demon. Uh, my mail. Uh, I, I got some new catalogs. Excited. Uh, uh, if you can go pick that up for me, it'd be great. And uh -huh. and uh, then you can come on back in. These got you'll be with these guys, and you're free to adventure to your heart's content. Uh huh. I'm gonna give a little couple finger wave over at Bug because we have a little history. Oh, you know, oh. you know this beast, man. This this dude, the uh, guy, Bug. You, you got. You gotta sign the paperwork, dude. Okay. Actually, hey, uh, we can hold off on that. This, this is a. This is a. This is a. I mean, if you want. Right. It, it's formalities. Yeah. Yeah. So I get to I I get to go with the the deer here. Uh, bro, have you changed your chicken suit? No. 
he is not Lonick says with a kind of, you can tell he's holding his nose without even using his, it's, it's like a define change. It's a, well, I mean, mage hand is pinching freaking you look Lonick's nose closed. You look a little different, a little, I don't it, different color feathers. And I'm going to reach down and, and attempt to pluck a feather. Yeah, it's, 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 it's still, it's still the same chicken soup. Am, am I allowed to pluck a feather? Sure. Okay. I will begin to use the, the quill end of the feather, uh, to, to clean my ear. Because of course you will. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Same chicken suit. Uh, cool. So we got to go pick up what's mail. Uh, speaking without sound. Speaking with, okay. Yeah, sure. It's, it's, um, it's awesome. You'll love it. Okay. Uh, and, and Daryl's just kind of like trying to like man handle you, turn you around, send you. Come on, guys. Come on. Get up. How big is Daryl? Daryl's normal human size. He's like, you know, 5'10", 120 pounds, 120 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. He's trying to push. Okay, gotcha. He's trying to push. Yeah, he's just, he's just like, I mean, he's not lifting you. He's just nudging you in a direction encouragingly and nervously. So, I mean, I'm going to look at uh, the, the armadillo. Uh, what's the size on an armadillo? Um, are are you as big as me? Uh, uh, turtles are not exceedingly tall. I don't know what the difference between the armadillo, yeah. uh, and uh, apparently Dylan just doesn't want to tell me. He might be asleep or he's muted. Maybe. Okay. So uh, we've we've got a kind of lizard guy. Cool. Kinda, yeah, kind of thick. Yeah. Okay. And we've got Belvedere and we've got a pretty pretty boy. And yeah, yeah. Lonix Lonix is uh yeah, 5'10, 155 pounds, pale, yeah, brown skin, yeah. brown hair. Okay. Yeah, yeah he's okay. he's a pretty boy, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I, yeah, sure. Good. We're going to do some things, right? You're yeah. Not gonna leave, you're not going to leave me anywhere? No. Collect some stuff. Bring it back. Okay. Then we'll, uh, we'll, then we'll go open up some dungeons. Sure. I, I'll, I'll say sure. I'm going to lean over to, uh, Belvedere. Is the dungeon like that thing we did the last time? I mean, that dungeon... Oh, my God. You, you There's nothing here. like that. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, you weren't here for it. Uh, that no, Lonix wasn't. <laughs> that fucking guy with the house? Yeah. Yeah, he was fucking here. Oh. Huh. It was awful. Okay. Cool. So, we're going to do some stuff that he does... No, okay. thankfully, I don't think he's involved in this, but I think oh. he's still around here somewhere. 
Okay. Well, yeah, sure. We can do that. Um, well, according to the Belvedere bug adventure, you saved that guy, correct? Yeah, but he was a dumb fuck then. Yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was. He was a total, total d bag. Well, okay. He got, he got rolled by some cobalt. Uh, Be a dick yeah. too. Yeah, it was a. Yeah. I mean, it, it. And his his house was like a parody of H. H. Holmes' murder castle. It was. It's- yeah. Sure. Um. Are, are we gonna get some something? The the things that you use to get other things from going to pick up the mail or sort of we're gonna get coupons uh it'll make sense okay it's a thing that helps you with other things they're just as good as things yeah they're just as good as things it's just as good as the stuff that lets you get other stuff sure you just have to have some of the stuff that gets other stuff in the first place or daryl sure thinks it is okay cool uh yeah let's let's go get the mail yeah 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 we'll fill you in on that on the way so uh bug how long have you been here arguing to uh get in what do you think the max amount of time they would allow me to make motion would be days well um as we've discussed before time has a special meaning here in a dungeon and that it has no meaning at all. I will have thoroughly worn out my will. Okay. So an hour or so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you came by, I assume you came by way of Dillard, or did you just kind of creep up on the dungeon through the forest? I probably came through the forest. I would have, I would have avoided town. Excellent answer. Thank you. Um, you not being in the dungeon already is kind of a, uh, a curveball for me. So, okay. uh, um, yeah, as you guys uh, exit the dungeon, it is uh, a bright, shiny day. Uh, light is coming down through the canopy of the trees as you come out this, uh, um, honestly, nicely manicured uh, entranceway. The door opens and there is uh flagstone walkway and uh kind of uh 80 degree walls going up to a to a hillside above uh as you know the dungeon goes underground um but it leads out into a courtyard and uh a a small wooded area but this looks well maintained it looks like uh like uh, city, downtown city, like the big, like, concrete courtyards they have, like, between skyscrapers or what, you know, those, like, okay. benches and uh, potted uh, trees and shit, you know, just just really very zen-ish kind of area, but uh, well made up uh, compared to the memory you guys have of when you entered Asmodentax. It's like they put some money into the curb appeal for the dungeon. Fuck long were you guys in there? Jeez, out. 
Oh, it's been a minute. Yeah. Okay. Um, I need everyone to roll me a uh, wisdom check. Just okay. to just establish a baseline here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nah. Natural one. Fourteen. Nine. One. A nine. A fourteen. And I, I guess I need to roll for lots. Uh, he rolled an eight with uh, plus three. That's an eleven. Okay. Um, we're off to a rip roaring start. Uh, Belvedere. Uh, being the only person. Well, I guess Lonk's got an 11, but uh, you're the player character that got over a 10. Um, you feel... Like it's, it's, it's oddly quieter out here than it should be. Like, you know, this is the forest. Um, you hear sounds... Wind rustling the leaves and stuff. Uh, all the sounds externally, but something almost like there's a quieting, a quietness to the back of your mind. Oh, that's weird. That's disturbing. Yes, that's exactly how you feel. You feel like something is missing or just. Um. Out of reach. Like the the noise is the something that's missing. Yeah. Okay. Like there was always a a uh, I don't want to say a buzz, but you know a kind a kind of a presence in the back of your mind. You know, like like yourself. You know, inner voice kind of thing or a, a feeling or what? Just something feels missing. Something feels out of place. I okay. forgot Lonix had that fucking tentacle thing that Jeff gave me. You may have to ask how that worked. The, the dildo slapper thing. Uh, I, I only use the dildo as a description to give you an idea of like the size and floppiness of it. I, I didn't mean for it to, I didn't mean for that to stick and for it to remain it, just this, is this prehensile um, dildo that exists in your arm. Yeah, so, it's sticking as a bug and not a feature. Uh, apparently. Uh, so, anyways, uh, so Ray, the way it works, uh, it 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 lives in your arm. You can it kind of kind of like a venom tentacle, right? Yeah, you can unsheathe or or conceal it as an action, uh, and while it's out, it functions as a weapon that can okay. grab stuff. Um. I'd imagine Long. you could use it to grab stuff without it functioning as a weapon. I would imagine it's on my left left arm yeah. because I'm right-handed and, and I would use like a wand or whatever with that hand. So uh, Lonix is like subconsciously kind of scratching at the forearm of his, like just behind his wrist of his left arm. You notice, as since I rolled just above a 10. Well, the, uh, the entire process of implanting it was fucking excruciatingly painful. Yes, and something I don't want to relive. Uh, so, um, you guys know 
where Dillard is. Dillard is through the bit of woods, across the river, past all the farmer's fields, and, uh, you know, there it is. It's not far, maybe a couple hours walk, right? I can put together uh, a, a little traveling music if, if, if folks would like. Over the river and through the woods to Whistleditch's sure. house we go. Sure, let's let's get it. Um, what what kind of tune are you playing? You you get the triangle or? I mean, it's hardcore cowbell. Hardcore cowbell. You right. you have forgotten, sir. That well, I, it's, I, I, it's I hardcore cowbell. It's, it's it's blue Easter colt the whole way. Uh, yeah, kinda. So uh. Yeah, um, you move away from the the dungeon entrance after admiring this uh, lovely uh, bit of uh, architecture uh, landscaping. Uh, And there is a uh, well-worn path, or at least you think it is, but as you step out on it, uh, you realize it's, it's stone. There's a stone path leading out here, and it seems to be, you know, like cobblestone, like like shaved bricks fitted into the thing, fitted into the walk, like basically a yellow brick road, but they're gray. Okay, that's odd. Yeah, it's it's it's. I mean, this looks expensive. Like, hot damn, did Asmodendix pay for this? It's this seems much. You know, a little overdone, just to get people on the right path to the dungeon. But. Uh, where the path from the dungeon meets this road, there is a sign across the road that uh, one points uh, north, and it says, uh, um, I forget, do we have a coastal city? You mean uh, other than Highbreeze? There was, there was another smaller town, I forget. Uh, oh, uh, to the north. Uh yeah, was that Hammerfell? Uh no, Hammerfell was to the was south of Dillard. Yeah. Uh the, the anyway, there, there's, there's a couple there was, other towns were, you recognize. There were a handful yeah. of coastal cities north, uh, because the we we had to go through a couple of those to make it through, uh, make it to, uh, Horatio's first thing. Yes. Yep. So, uh, yeah, there's a there's a sign pointed to the to the right uh that points uh and it says you know high breeze and a various other uh towns and there's a point uh, there's one that points to the left that says dillard and then underneath that there's a couple other towns that are beyond dillard uh so obviously to the left is where we need to go if you say so sure so you're walking uh, down the path for, you know, 
maybe five minutes, and you hear the clickety-clack rattle of uh, shoed horse hoofs on this cobblestone path as they round a it rounds a bend maybe 50 yards uh, down as it curves into the wood uh, they come are coming down here and this these two made up horses they're they're black they have the little tussles on top of their their heads and the reins uh, blinders on they're all you know perfectly you know hitched into this this coach which has a raised raised driver in the front um he is wearing uh what you kind of assume are dungeon colors the they he, they look very similar to the wait staff and the the demon that manned the door and even subtly the the way some of the guards are colored and their uniform is cut but it looks almost non-functional i mean it's like a little suit coat and yeah it's tied up this is the worst armor you've ever seen uh him and as it gets closer you don't see any weapons on this driver there's no one riding shotgun the coach that he sits atop um is well manicured uh is black there's there's trim there's curtains on the little the little buggy area uh to conceal or to you know just make private for the people riding um the path is pretty wide but uh if you guys don't get off the road you may get run over and as they uh as the coach gets closer it kind of holds up and kind of waits for you to in anticipation of you guys getting out of the way why would i get out of the way i was there first it's their first mistake <laughs> and then the killing started sure i just you know not not really no I, i'm not really gonna do that that would, would be a bad idea Dylan, I can count on you, though, right? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, the um, yeah, the co you kind of slide to the to the side, and the, as the coach goes by, the uh, the curtains on the door kind of rustle a bit, and you can see inside. And the people inside, you 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 catch the glint of of metal, and you see someone with a with like a helmet visor turned up as they look at you excitedly. And uh, as it goes by, you see a head peek out the one side going, oh my God, blah, 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 blah. You know, they're just like uh, ecstatic to see you guys. And that one ducks in. And as the coach, you know, gets almost out of range of, of you seeing clearly what's happening, another two heads pop out. And one of them has a hat which blows off and, you know, is left on the road. It's uh, like a tri-corner hat with a big, ridiculous red feather coming off of it. Uh, it looks like a costume. It's ridiculous looking. But 
the coach, you know, continues on down the path and uh, you guys are just left. Does the hat look big enough that I could wear it? Sure. It's, it's about 20 yards back. You can jog back and grab it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to run back and grab the hat. Hey, before, sure. before you uh, pop that on, can I take a look at it? Yeah, I guess. I'm not going to do anything to it. You'll still be able to wear it. Okay. Uh, just, is there anything remarkable about the hat beyond the, the, the feather and the tri-cornered nature of it? Uh, roll me investigation. I am shite at those. Yeah, it's not a high number. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I am shite at that, but I actually rolled really well. Uh, 17. Well enough. Um, you uh, notice uh, two things. The the felt, the material that, that actually makes up the, the hat feels cheap, fragile. Like, this would never last a storm. Like, if you were caught out in rain in this thing, this thing would disintegrate. Yeah. Um, and inside, there is a uh, kind of a silk-like material that lines the top, and there is a tag uh, inside of it, uh, and it says, um, uh, well, we'll just, we'll just steal from Jeff. Haversham's Replicas. Interesting. And uh, the third thing you notice, the feather is artificial. The feather is not a real feather. It's some kind of piping with with fuzz attached to it. Ah, okay. Good deal. I will relay that information to the party and enjoy your hat. Oh, Bug, he, uh, if Belvedere shares his observation, um, you know that this hat will need to be treated with something, some kind of, you know, uh, oils or whatever, if you ever want it to last, you know, more than a year. Okay. But it is a, is a uh, forest green tri-cornered hat with a uh, black silk band around the outside uh, holding a red featherish type object and inside a silkish liner it's a label that says Haversham's Replicas sweet I'm gonna pop it on my head try and uh, pull the brim down over my face like not not to like blind my you know, obscure identity as much mm -hmm. as possible. It sits on your head so much as it sits on top of your head. Okay. Your your head is uh, well too big for this, but uh, because of its nature and your bristly fur, you're able to kind of shove it in that it will stay there, uh, barring a stiff breeze. Okay. Um, can you go down the roads? Sure. Okay. okay. Uh, you make your way down 
down the path. Um, you travel for maybe a half hour, and the you come to a crossroads. Uh, there's a clear sign that says, you know, Dillard is straight ahead. Um, uh, there is a sign to the left that says uh, Hillsdale. And the sign to the right that says, uh, well, I'll just say Jeromesville. Wow, the writing in this dungeon has got real fucking lazy. Yeah, it has. Text. It has. Fuck it. Uh, um, you, if you look to the left down that road, you see buildings like hundred yards down. You see a building off the side of this road, not a. Not a home per se, but like a, a boxy kind of like like big city kind of uh, building. It's brick. It's it's built. There's uh, a little bit of a fence that kind of fences in a, a small grassy area in front. But other than that, it's like right off the sidewalk, which is right off the road. It looks... I mean, player-wise, it looks suburbia. Suburbia. It looks like how many floors is it? Eh, it's probably three floors. It, are are there any uh, repeating characteristics? Repeating characteristics. Repeating uh, design features. Um. Windows. Uh, window. Uh, the first floor has. Outside the windows, little like uh, flower boxes. The second story uh, and third story windows have uh, what looks like uh, bars on the on the outside of the windows, just like safety feature. security. Um, and uh, there is a uh, sandstone uh, features about the windows and at the top of the flat, like, slate roof that uh, just is, like, a slight uh, angle to it, like, maybe down towards the back. Not even, a like, a real roof, just a flat area on the top that is pitched to a few degrees to one side to let rain run off. Okay. It is a, it's, an, it's an odd building to see here. And it's just like in the middle of nowhere, like nothing. Um, it's the first building you can see. The road kind of turns off to the right, or you know, towards Dillard kind of direction, and you just see the side of that. And further down the road, on the opposite side, where you can still see, you see a similar type building, maybe two stories, but it's like jutted up right against another one, and they kind of continue around the corner. It almost looks like a main street in. A uh, city uh, like Highbreeze. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Um, it is. Uh, I said it was a bright, uh, sunny day. Um, everybody, uh, roll me. Uh, 
you know, perception or investigation, depending on how long, how closely you're looking down this road. It is a hundred yards away. So, uh, there's a bit of difficulty, but, uh, there are some big things to see. Perception or investigation, you said? Yeah. Yeah. You're either like scrutinizing or you're just like, what do I see? I am perceiving. Okay. For an 18. Excellent. I am perceiving at 24. Awesome. I am perceiving at 27. Um, and Lonix got a 12. He's, he's, he's batting a thousand so far. Um, yeah, all of you. Uh, I, I, I only made it a 15. So all three of you uh, notice that there are, it seems like um, some kind of ropes uh, that string across the street from building to building and connect, like kind of follow the street down into... Um, you know, farther into you know whatever lies beyond your your line of sight. Um, and there are you've seen them in hybrids, the gas lamps that uh, you know line the street or at night. Uh, but these ropes go from like the house to this gas to this lamp and then, you know, down the street. And you see one of the buildings open up and a, like the front door opens and a woman comes out and she's like kind of escorting a couple like small children. And she's got these brown bag, you know, in her arms. And you see like a loaf of bread sticking out of it, you know, kind of like that baguette kind of kind of deal. Um, she's for frame of reference, she looks uh, she's um, oh god, I can't I can't think of the words. Her attire is she's wearing a gown, but it's very form fitting to her waist. And uh, bosom, it, the neckline goes all the way up to just, you know, her jawline. She's wearing a sensible hat, and her hair seems to be tucked underneath it. Um, she has uh, a, a coat-like kind of uh, shawl over her shoulder. She looks very put together, and the children are dressed similarly. little girl is wearing a, a uh, kind of a muted colored dress um stockings her hair is you know open pigtails ringlets the old boy has knee length pants and socks that go down to leather you know uh well cobbled shoes he's got a little little jacket on even a tie they look bizarre this is not how people in the village dress. It's not how you remember. Okay. Um, 
So think, they look, vi- think Victoria, England. So they oh, look no, kind I, of, I, I already put that together. Okay. They look kind of fancy. They look a little fancy. Okay. okay. But they don't act fancy. They don't act like royalty or anything. They're just coming. And as they come out, she, she like, the little boy runs, and he's, like, running a, a stick along this, this uh, metal uh, fence outside this building. And uh, she, she goes over and collects him, like, come on, come on, come on. And they, they make their way down the sidewalk as they're greeted by uh, two other people, a man and a woman, uh, who greet them. The man tips his hat, a strange hat, uh, kind of not a very wide brim, but a tall, squarish uh, tubular hat that comes off the top of his head. He's wearing a, a jacket, uh, very much like the little boy, but well tails and well put together over a suit coat and you know long pants, shiny shoes. You even catch a glint off of them. And the woman he's with is kind of dressed similar to the woman, maybe a little more made up, a little more colorful. And they make their way into building she just came out of okay so she came out of the building and then back in no she came out with the two children in her bag she made her way down the sidewalk past these two other people who made their way in. gotcha gotcha okay yeah just other people moving about and uh as as you're looking down there you hear the muffled, distant clack, clack, clack as one of those uh, coaches comes around the corner again. Yeah, look the same as the last one. Uh similar, not as uh, not as official, let's say. Okay. But but it's all uh, it's a very handsome carriage, <laughs> uh, okay. and it stops off to the. It stops in front of the right. Uh, the building on the right, the first one you noticed, uh, the one the woman came out of was kind of the opposite side of the street, kind of almost facing you as the road turns. Uh, and they stop in front of this one, and the uh, the driver just pulls the reins. The horse stops. The little door opens, and a man steps out. He guides a lady. Uh, her step down to the street level. He reaches in his coat pocket, and he hands the driver or something and the driver nods his head thanks him they go into the building and the driver turns the carriage around in the wide street and starts back the way he came i think daryl pulled some magic shit okay Corey, you've been in there longer than you thought Hundreds of years. Possibly. That would be marginally terrifying. We should try and go shopping while we're, <laughs> uh, while we're here. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, um, you should. How much money you have on you? Three gold. Okay. Um, Bug, you pull out your three gold, and they look similar to where you remember. They're just gold coins. 
Okay. Uh, Lonix, according to his uh, recollection, has on him 230 gold that he can't seem to find in any of the pouches, any of his pockets. Well, that's weird. Any of his hiding places on his person. He cannot find it. Seems no bueno. Um, anyone else? Uh, uh, I, 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 a little, not, not much. <laughs> um, uh, you seem to recall, seem to recall, uh, there was a particular feature of the gold you find in the dungeon. And that being which, uh, it only worked in the dungeon or only existed in the dungeon. Well, the, the 15 gold Belvedere has is the 15 gold Belvedere had when he went inside. Then he has 15 gold. I have no idea what the party total is on gold <laughs> from treasures because that was not a thing I kept track of. Well, I, I, I know one of my characters has like 20,000. Yep. I, th- I think it's Lonix, but he can't find any money on him. So The question uh, is, which gold any different than Asmodendex gold? Which gold? Uh, which gold is Asmodendex gold? Okay. Because it was found in a dungeon. Or awarded in a dungeon. So we're fucking rolling in it is what I'm hearing. Uh... Poverty. Yeah, we're rolling in poverty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're uh, you're on the skids. Okay. Lonix has got nothing. Uh, Bug's got three gold. You have fifteen. Uh, I would imagine Holiday has uh, anywhere from ten to fifteen gold, as that is a character starting funds when when created. So you would probably have a few actual, real gold coins if you hadn't accidentally spent them in the dungeon, which, since you're only there for one adventure, I would say you probably still have them. Hmm. But, yeah. Lonix is like, what the hell? He pulls up uh, the pouch he has on on his belt, which... um, I believe at one point he pulled out a dragon egg. Yep. And he reaches in and he about shoves his hand through the bottom of the bag. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, no. He used to be able to reach his whole arm in there and never feel the inside of the bag. Now it just feels like a pouch and it feels empty. That's hilarious, and I love it. Uh, okay. So the the that funky lantern I have. Uh, I'll say the command word and attempt to pull the spirit out to um, go mage hand. Uh, you rolled a fourteen on that initial wisdom check, right? Uh huh. Roll me another wisdom check as you say your command word. 
20 no yeah 21 21 yeah um remember that absence i mentioned in the back of your mind uh-huh it sound it, it feels like someone down a dark back alley called your name you just barely heard it you turned and to, don't see anybody but as you say, that, that's the feeling you, you, you have. You say the command word, and what is the lantern supposed to do? Uh, the spirit is supposed to come out and function as a mage hand. Um, there is a flicker and a poof. Oh, no. <laughs> You feel it active. You feel the 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 spirit there. You you uh you know something happened. Something was called. But you also feel like something pushed it back. Uh okay okay uh I I'm gonna try and cast vis cast vicious mockery on myself. Um, I don't think you're you. You have to cast on somebody. Uh, you unleash a string of insults at a creature you can see within range. Yeah, I don't think you can be. I don't think it can be self. Doesn't just, say just hit, just hit Lonix. Sure, Lonix. You say something really rude to Lonix. Does he make a saving throw? Uh, he would if it works. It's a wisdom save. Okay. Um, wisdom saving throw uh, 15 that is a fail that is a fail um, what do you say to him uh, your face smells like cabbage what the fuck what's that about as he pulls his hand out of the, the pouch what do you mean testing a theory yeah no damage is dealt. You just say something rude to Lonnie's. Yeah. We don't have our mojo out here, guys. You felt, as you cast Vicious Mockery, you felt that well, that warmth, that that confidence. That's a charisma spell, right? That's, that's, a, that's a bard spell. Yeah. Uh... You felt that confidence, that sureness of yourself. You know, well up and hit something just you know as it's a verbal uh spell it's just like your breath it, it, the words come out and it's almost like you're standing like right against a wall and talking you can feel the the warmth of your breath the the, the words just don't shit like all their Okay. Okay. And all the all the damage is just just muffled right right past your reach. One one last one last test. Okay. I already know how this is gonna go, but god damn it, uh, I'm gonna do the full Michael Bay with my cowbell. 
Okay. At least I'm going to attempt what, to. What What are you What are you looking for? Uh, oh, you're doing the, the illusion. Yeah, because uh, as long as it's utilized, it can generate an illusion, the illusion of my choice, which my preference is the Michael Bay effect of slowly walking away from the explosion behind me. Okay. So explosion behind you, that's what you're looking for? That's, yeah. Okay. Um, what is the, uh, do you know the the rarity of this item? Uh But I'm gauging its its strength or level. Gotcha. Uh, let me double check. I want to say that it is Un uncommon. No, it's common. Hundred. It is. Yeah, it's a common common item. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Roll me a uh, just a spell attack, I guess. Okay. Uh, 20. Dirty 20. 20. 20. 20. Um, yeah, there is a, you feel, um, or you kind of see a bit of light shine on your shoulder. Like, like the explosion was there, but there was no explosion behind you. It's just like, just on your person, you felt the effects that the, the the magic would, you know, also portray upon its surroundings. It's doing something. It's just neutered. Yeah, it's it's just like it, it can't reach beyond some kind of wall that you have. Okay. Yeah, this is bad. We should get moving. On to Dillard or into Hillsdale? Hey, uh, that's the town you're looking at uh, where all the people were. Dillard is further away. Cool. You've only traveled like uh, less than an hour, I think. It would say like 10 minutes and then another half hour. So Yeah, but I think we're on, we are on a clock. I believe so. Yes. Well, kinda. Yeah. I mean, he he he. he it's it's going to arrive today. And he needs you to pick it up before uh, they do too much inspection of it. Um, I see that everybody else is struggling with their abilities and their stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I would like. To druid craft. Druid craft. Okay. That's druid like, like making flowers grow out of your palm, like full group style kind of thing. I am going to instantly make a harmless sensory sensory effect, such as falling leaves, a puff of wind, uh, the sound of small animals. Or the faint odor of a skunk. I am going to attempt to make the faint odor of a skunk. Uh, roll me a wisdom check. Or actually a spell spell attack. Spell. Okay. Uh, that 
Dirty 20. Dirty 20? Dirty 20. Hey, you, um, Cassis, and uh, you smell skunk. Really? Yes. It Do feels I... like it's right in your face. Okay. Do I feel or do would i know that i had try harder to do this would it have um, any different no i mean you smell the skunk and then as quickly as you smell it it, it kind of dissipates you know like yeah. it wasn't real it was druidcraft um right. uh belvedere if you want to roll a perception uh lonix will roll his and uh i just look at bug like what was that oh i mean i saw that you guys were like you know struggling and i just wanted to see like am i struggling um well it looks like it 24. yeah we we didn't smell anything. You didn't smell anything? Nope. Much like the flicker of light on Belvedere's shoulders, the magic Ooh. was only localized. You smelled the skunk. But it was like the length of a breath. You smelled it, exhaled, smell again, it was gone. It was just right there. It didn't really have the oomph to fill an area with the smell. Son of a... I think we need to hustle, and I think we need to be careful. <clears throat> I am fucked. <laughs> Not necessarily. No, I don't think you understand the way this character is built, sir. <laughs> um, I am Lonix, Lonix has a, a a dildo that itches under his forearm and spells. Amazing. Which he it, right now is kind of afraid to even test to see if he can cast anything. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I, I took my sixth uh, cantrip. I took message. So I have Mage Hand, Minor Illusion, Prestidigitation, Firebolt, Ray of Frost, and Message. Okay. So. We could get um, lucky and not need any of the stuff that... Let's, let's hope, because... Uh, yeah. Um, I, I might need it, but I really need you guys to... Uh, um, initiate the... Discovering it. There is a way. Yeah. This is the way. There's he only has, one way. He has spoken. Indeed. Okay. Um. Huh. We're. Ooh. We're fucked. This does not sound uh, great, guys. Give me, uh, 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 everyone, uh, give me a 
an arcane uh, check. If, uh, if you don't have it, just a uh, knowledge of of arcane. Nine. Fifteen. Got an eight. Nine. Nine. I got this one dice that's being real good to me tonight. You, uh... You know that, um... In certain circles, even, you know, uh every day uh um oh god there were people that you met outside of uh adventuring who shunned the arcane practices of wizards sorcerers even some clerics they 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 saw it as unnatural. They saw it uh, as a as an affront to their beliefs or um, just a crime against nature. Uh, you know, in your teachings, uh, as you all learned your your uh, your craft some way, uh, Lonix it. He's a sorcerer, but still he had some teachers who helped him hone it. Uh, Belvedere, you had someone who taught you magics. And uh, throughout your you guys' uh, experience, you know that um, you, you were taught that you were going to encounter these people. And the best way to counteract their their um, bigotry, I guess you could say, uh, would be to just, you know, yes, whatever, and let, let them be. It's just something that they got to deal with. They just can't see the magic. It's, 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 it's escaped them. Uh, most people, even if they don't practice magic, they're, they still encounter it and they still feel it. These people were like a void that could not feel it, could not uh, sense it or even imagine it. And one, who, who, who got the highest? Uh, I, I think it was me uh, with 15. Not me. Yeah. Um, you remember, because you're a lore bard, uh, you're all about uh, reading, you know, these, these legends and, and uh, these heroes and uh, myths and uh, um, even prophesized, you know, doomsdays to come that uh, one uh, author theorized that there will come a time when the, the people who are not uh, able to reach out and uh, experience this will outnumber those who can. And in those days, the magic will be scarce. 
possibly hard to reach. If only in powerful places or with, or with great aid. We should get a move on then. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Hi. So on to the Dillard. I guess so. Hi. Right. Um, you guys uh, walk for another twenty minutes, and you hear some uh, clippity clap, and uh, that coach that passed you initially. Uh, is coming up behind you. Okay. And it seems to be headed, you know, towards Dillard. And as it gets up to you and you guys, you know, make way for, you know, large uh, equestrian animals and their their load, uh, the driver kind of slows up and uh, say says, uh, care to ride back to Dillard. I assume those get-ups are expensive. You probably want to return them. And he looks at Holiday like, that is amazing. You must be burning up inside that thing. And he looks at the bug and he says, does that thing even breathe? Yeah, I breathe. I don't know why I expected a different answer. That's that articulation is amazing. Anyways, uh it's yeah, uh it's it's not it's a shorter ride than uh if you were to walk. Uh I'm on a return trip, so half price. It, okay. Gotta get back. Wait. Half price. How much? Uh, three feathers. Three feathers. Does yeah. it? Does it matter Feather. what kind? Um. Yeah. Uh, the king's feathers. He, he reaches into his little pocket on his, on his jacket and he holds up what looks like a, uh, a piece of parchment with some uh, writing on it. He holds up and then he just kind of like grabs it and uh, opens, opens, opens up what looks like a, uh, like a, uh, you know, a euro, a dollar, a pound, you know, it, it, it's a, it's a little bigger than a normal dollar bill, you know, more Victorian age pounds, you know, like a parchment kind of uh, paper note. Okay. He holds it up. He goes, three feathers, currency of the land. Don't tell me you're broke. Would you spend it all on the, on, on the outfits? Uh, yeah. I, I know, I know, uh, 
Got carried away. I know the carnival barker won't let you out of his ride if you if you didn't pay your debts, so you gotta have something. I don't know what this guy's talking about. I have no idea. What 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 do you got on you? I mean, if you don't want to ride, I'll, I'll head back. Uh, good luck to you. But uh, I, thought I'd offer. Hey, I have things, and I'm gonna pull out a gold piece. What the fuck? What is that? Is that real? Have you have you, you needed? He, 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 he kind of reaches down and is like, let, let me see that. Let me see that. It's a thing I use to get other things. He holds it. A, yeah, this this. This will work. Fuck yeah, yeah. This will work. And uh, well, by heavens, uh, tucks it into his coat. Yeah, get in, guys. Yeah, sure. Hey, sorry, I didn't mean to give you the runaround. Wow. Um, yeah, where are you headed? We need to go get a mail. Um, um, a mail what? We've been hired to recover a package. Oh, a package. Okay. Uh, uh, I, thought, I thought we were hired to recover a mail. It, it, the mail is a package. It's a mail's package. So, okay. Um, so the post office? Uh, I mean, if that's where we would go to get a mail package. You were told where it was being delivered. Oh, uh, no, the Fodder Inc. corporate offices. Oh. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know about, uh, um, getting you inside, but I can at least get you to the gate. Uh, yeah. Uh, settle in and, uh, there'll just be just a few. You guys get in, uh, kind of the, the, Carriage kind of rocks a little bit on its uh, on its springs. Uh, a couple of you are rather heavy, probably. Um, and you're both in there. You're both in there. Uh, it's a bit tight for you both, uh, but you manage, and uh, you start taking off. Uh, the thing bounces around a little bit on on the stone path, but uh, in, inside of um, fifteen. 20 minutes you guys are you hear a lot of clamor and noise outside the little curtained windows of, of the carriage and uh pulling back the curtain you look out and those few buildings you saw down the road towards hillsdale are everywhere here the the streets are um littered with people moving about other carriages are are going by uh the buildings seem to to rise up and uh, almost block out your view of the sky they're they're so high on either side of the road um the smell of uh filth and smoke and the noise of people and clattering of hoofs and it's just all echoing and thundering down this path and it just seems so overwhelming compared to the 
quiet, tranquil little town of Dillard you remember. Yeah, yeah. But uh, as you move through the city, the sites uh, become, uh, you know, just more of the same thing. It's over and over, just people and uh, buildings. And then it goes through an area that looks like uh, something you almost recognize, kind of an open-air market. Uh kind of lined along the side of the street are these carts and people are selling uh, everything you can think of from uh, bolts of cloth to uh, food to um, tools, books, every, everything you can think of people, people are, are selling out of, out of little push carts. Some, some have some kind of uh, beast of burden to pull the cart. Uh, others, you know, items are small enough that they're just carrying them about. The smells that you smelled before of uh, soot and uh, filth and, and just grimy city uh, are now added on top of spice and uh, gun. the smell of gunpowder, this acrid kind of uh, smell that just kind of burns the back of your your nose. Uh, meats and fish and uh, everything you can think of that's being sold in this this area market just added on top of all the sensory overload that you you guys are experiencing. Interesting. You said there was the smell of food. Yes. Okay. I may have combined things in my head. Did you say there was gunpowder fish? Yes. Okay. The they explode upon usage, but uh, they are very deadly to both the user and the target. Interesting. Um, the carriage kind of slows down as it's going through here, uh, j just due to congestion and uh, other traffic. Uh, just outside the buggy, you see a vendor selling uh, fruits, and next to him is uh, some with uh, a few baked goods. Okay. Yeah, just the aromas are, are almost pleasant, and... The proximity almost drowns out the unpleasant ones that you uh, you seem to keep reoccurring as you make your way through the city. Interesting. The, the coach sits for a little while. Um, I mean, it moves, you know, maybe 50 feet. Over the course of a few minutes, it's just trying to fight its way through. And uh, um, behind, uh, Holiday and Lonix have their back to the front of the, the buggy. And above their head, this little sliding door 
kind of opens up and there's like a, a mesh, a, a screen, and you hear the driver's voice says, says, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get all the way there. It just seems to be uh, really busy uh, through here, and uh, it might be easier just to walk the rest. Yeah, we can do that probably. Uh, I'm sorry I couldn't get you all the way there. It Really, it's it's just uh, three blocks uh, past the square here. Um, you can't miss it. Large building, iron gates, large courtyard, red fountain. Red fountain? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we should be able to handle that, right? Sure. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Um, we could all die for real. There is that. All die for real. Oh, yeah, that's possible. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Huh. So uh, he lets you out, and uh, you guys step out into the thing, <coughs> uh, the market. You can see, you know, other coaches as you step out onto the curb, kind of the opposite side of where the, the row of cart uh, sales cars were. You step out as to not step into traffic uh, on the right side of the carriage. And uh, he moves, you know, a little bit up as it seems like the traffic just goes around the square, there's a large statue in the center, you know, like a ceremonial, you know, obelisk with, you know, writings on it, memorializing some some efforts or whatever uh, in memory of uh, somebody who did great deeds. But uh, the cart just kind of goes up around that and then back down this main path. Uh, so getting off the path you can see that now the difficulty he would have to get through the carts and basically the way he told you to go huh. but um as you step off you uh the lot of you uh garner a bit of attention from the people uh on the street some people stop and stare uh little kids or what uh odd uh there's Several unwashed, um, we'll just call them uh, wretches, uh, that that come up, and they come up to Belvedere, and they're just like, they like touch your. You have a rapier, right? Who? Belvedere. Uh, Did you have a rapier? A dagger. Dagger. Okay, somebody has a sword or some kind of weapon, right? Right. And they're just like, wow. Somebody's like touching the fur on your thigh bug. Like, wow. This feels real. And uh, somebody actually takes one of the plates on your back and tries to lift it up, Holiday, and like inspect, you know, inside, under. And, uh, you know, you're all being pawed after and, and, and like that. Uh, somebody like checks out your outfit, Belvedere, and uh, 
then quickly backs up and kind of like, Ooh. you're going to have to wash that before you return it. You are probably correct. Um, everyone. I've never seen not humans. You don't see any other. Um, races around here. Uh -huh. You see people who Okay, you don't see any orcs, you don't see any elves. You see short people, but you don't necessarily see dwarves or halflings. You see some people are short. Even though you don't see half orcs, you see some people who are kind of beastly looking. It's almost like if everybody took if you took all the races that were common in Dillard and blended them up and then smoothed them out again, this is the average of all of them together. Some people are, are pretty and handsome and, and, and well-prepared. Some people are downright hideous. Some are short. Some are... Harry, some are not, you know, just your normal humans as if they lived with half orcs for centuries. Uh huh. But I need you all to roll uh, perception. <laughs> um, Twelve. Twelve. Okay. I rolled uh, real bad. Fourteen. Uh, natural twenty for a twenty-nine. Awesome. I will take that one off. Uh, Lonix will take that one off. Um, but uh, what did you get? Uh, bug. Twelve. Okay. Uh. Belvedere, um, you're kind of, you know, being shorter, you're kind of down in the crowd as it starts to uh, force its way around. Um, you kind of turn your head, look, you see one of those little kids just kind of like pull something right off the belt of Buck. And he immediately turns and starts to, to make his way into the crowd. But he's just right there on you. But That's weird. He just stole something. And I did not notice this? You did. I did. I noticed someone stealing from mm -hmm. me. Yes, you you feel a tug on 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 your possessions. Okay. You feel someone pull something from you. Okay. And as you turn, Belvedere's there, looking into the crowd as this you see this little unwashed wretch tear off into the crowd. Okay. Uh, give me a. Uh, uh, 
maybe an attack roll. See if you can't uh, grab him, kind of like a kind of a attack yeah, of opportunity. Sure. <laughs> uh, this is this is a physical attack. Yeah. Uh, nine. Um, yeah, you just missing. Yep. Hey, I, that kid took my, my things. He took, uh, your component pack pouch. Oh, we're going to have problems. He took uh, you, you, uh, a quick inventory. You notice the, the I would say, your 10th level, uh -huh. one, of your, one of your components pouches. So, say components for half of the spells you use. You know, because you, you have various things. Yeah. To organize them, that you don't have them all in one pouch. That would be impossible. Of course. So, so uh, it may be just like the the... Um, the pouch with your diamond dust in it, or something, you know, for for restoration or something. Yeah, I, I I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Regardless, it's probably valuable, and you would want it back if you could have caught it. Uh, Belvedere, yeah. as you see that happen, you feel a is are your possessions inside the t the chicken suit or are no, they you wear them he's got you wear them backpack and all the other usual bullshit that a okay character would be carrying you, you uh you you feel uh someone yanking on the uh your backpack and as you turn holiday you see uh another little kid uh grabbing he just like reaches in the backpack like kind of a side pouch on the side of the backpack not the backpack proper just like you know side pocket he uh reaches in and he pulls out um something and he tries to make his way into the crowd but as you rolled good you are standing right there and can see him trying to escape like i'm gonna perceive a murder here but um yeah i'm gonna swipe at him with a claw Sure. Just a kind of a grab him, not attack him? Or are you just going to try to lay him low? I'm going to try and grab him, but if I can't grab him, I want to make sure my claw fit. Okay. I never had a doubt. Um, yeah, 13. Uh, you grab him right by the scruff of the neck. All right. They're not wearing armor. They're just little kids. You grab him as, as he's running, and you grab the back of his shirt, and he just Ugh! and and kind of just falls right down on his butt, and you still got the back of his shirt, which is kind of pulled up over the back of his head. He starts uh, letting out a scream, a wail, ah! and the people around just kind of like step back a little bit. Uh, but um. As he's screaming, uh, three more of those little little wretches that were just kind of like swarming around you come up and start just hammering on on you. None of which, in the slight, bothers you. 
but they're just wailing, like, let him go, let him go, let him go. Uh, Belvedere, give me a perception roll to see if you recognize what he took. 29. 29. Um, he's got your cowbell in, your, in his hand. Motherfucker. Oh my god, this is gonna be a massacre. Oh, man. This everyone dies. Everyone dies. That's like your spell focus, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because... As 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 it's even just this far away from you, you you get this like empty feeling, like in the pit of your stomach. You kind of recognize that what magic you were able to muster before, what, what little it was, what localized it was, how, how you had very little reach, it was partially due to having that on hand. This thing, almost like a battery kind of, kind of. Or an antenna, if you will. But yeah, he's he's right there at uh, Holiday's feet, and Holiday's got the. He's kind of like trying to like almost shimmy out of his his uh, shirt to get away. He still has it in his hand. You can hear it rattling now. Guess we're gonna have to kill some miners again. I unsheathe my dagger. Well, okay. Yeah, how 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 do you use the dagger? Uh, ho- Holiday has this person restrained ish. Um, he has a hold of him. Uh, he will have to actually grab him to restrain. He stopped him from running away. Yeah. Okay, so just he's actively trying to escape. Uh, so maybe, I... maybe we roll. Maybe we roll initiative. Okay. Uh, the kid rolled really good. Um, and Lonix rolled shitty. Okay. Uh, what is it? Hey, Belvedere, what'd you get? Uh, 16. 16. Okay. Uh, Holiday, what do you got? 22. Bug? 12. Um, 22 and 12 for Bug. Okay, uh, first act is Holiday. Um, you have him by the shirt. He's trying to wriggle out of it. He's not giving up what he took. Uh, you see Belvedere pull out a dagger as the rest of the group turns to see what the commotion is. How many people are standing around? Uh, there's pretty much a complete circle of people around you. There's maybe uh, 12 adults and then the three kids that are like, like right on you. Um, they, their initiatives... Wow, that's amazing. Uh, I rolled two 17s and a 19. 
Hmm. I feel like I'm just going to cast spike growth on the ground. It just makes it uh, difficult terrain and does how much damage? If they go through it, it is two d four piercing per five feet travel. Twenty four radius. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, spike growth. The uh, the ground is it like a you're putting a ring around you? You putting a, a line underneath this kid? Where are you um, putting it? Is it a deterrent or is it an active strike against him? I'm going to radiate out from kind of wherever I perceive the center of this crowd to be. I assume kind of where we are, but, you know, center of the crowd, I want to cover as many people as possible. I don't want them to keep running off in the middle of it. Uh, it's like, I'm going to treat it like a, I don't know, like a brambles, like a thorny type of growth that comes up out. So you're putting it underneath oh. the group. Yeah, underneath everyone, the whole crowd. Oh, so it is a ring around you. Not, it's yeah. not where it, you're I mean, standing. Basically, it's like an earthquake of thorns for 20 feet in all directions from me. Okay, so the rest of the group is going to be uh, affected by this. If they are moving through it, yes. Okay. If they're standing there, it's fine. I'm trying to basically stop people from running into the mob or out of the mob. No, I get you. Okay. Okay. Uh, and anyone who moves through it will be at half speed, correct? Uh, yeah. Difficult. Yeah, difficult. Okay. Um, so the next to act, I have two at 19 and two at 17. Uh, kid one is the one you have uh, a hold of. Kid two is, you know, the first attacker on you and kid three and four go next. So the one um, trying to escape, he's going to roll, what is it, athletics to try to break away? Uh, it's like a grapple. I think it's athletics, yeah. Um, well, he rolled a four, and I guarantee you he doesn't have any pluses to his strength. Probably a negative. So he does not get away from you. Um, the... Uh, Kid number two, who, you know, these kids, I'm going to say, like, between 8 and 15, they range. You know, like, from little kid to, to teenager. Uh, one of the attackers is going to try to hit you with uh, what looks like, um, like a, almost like a table leg or a club of some kind. Uh, but he hits you with an 8. Yeah, he doesn't have uh, which imagine yeah didn't hit you, and then the uh, the second two are just bare fisted, trying to trying to get you to let him go. Uh, a thirteen and a fourteen. No, no. So they're they're just bouncing off your hide. Uh, Belvedere, you're up. Oh, the kid tries to wriggle free, does not make it. Uh, three kids are just. You know, beating on dad and having no effect. Uh, I'm, I'm not stabbing, but I'm pushing my dagger sort of into the belly. 
threateningly. Yes. Like, like, hey, let's let's settle down. Yeah. Uh, you hear the crowd kind of as as you uh, as you close in on on I'll, it. I'll attempt to do it in. Uh, I will you almost to... look like a, one of the kids. You're. I, you're yeah, I'm. I'm going to attempt high. to do this in a way that would absolutely make uh, my youngest proud. In, in that, I'm going to try and do it in the most dramatic way possible. Okay. Uh, correct me. You're halfling, right? Not gnome, right? Correct. Uh, okay. So, so my my intention here is to do this less as an intimidation and more as a performance, both for the target and the crowd. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Um, they 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 are ooh and, and uh oh shocked, but none of them are acting. So, uh, roll me an intimidation, and I will pull. What is the what is the counter to the intimidation? Uh, insight to see through the intimidation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got a number. Uh, oh shit. I actually have a decent plus on that. I, uh, oh, we're adding a charisma base. Yeah. I, I, I was hoping for, uh, to, to pull it off performance, but no, this is, this is fine. Uh, 23. Either Either would work. Okay. Yeah. Um, he is absolutely uh, intimidated by your uh, now threatening stance and your weapon. He stops uh, wriggling and he just lets go of the bell and it clatters to the stone street. Uh, I will. Uh, if I have to move, I will move. I, I, I'm, I'm getting my bell. It's just right there. Yeah. I mean, it falls at your feet. Yeah, he, let, he, he lets it go, and he just stares at you with eyes the size of dinner plates. Um, Bug, you're up. Yeah. Uh, uh, the kids are still hammering on um, Holiday, and the other kid, Belvedere, seems to have uh, freed his bell of the thief's grasp. Is the kid that yanked, yanked my pouch still around? Uh, he is actually uh, roll perception check. That's a fourteen. Fourteen. I will roll a number to okay. Yeah, eat my number. Um, yeah, one of the kids that is hammering on the side of Holiday seems to look familiar enough to say that could be him. I am going to attempt to pick him up. He is a child. I am an almost eight foot tall, hairy thing. Yeah, uh, your your fist is probably the size of his head. Um, give me a, a grapple check, I guess, right? So pick him up. Yep. Uh, that is a... That's just... Nope, I have a plus one in that, so that's a 15. 15. You managed to grab a hold of him and lift him off his feet. He starts kicking his feet. You got him around the arms. Uh, he's like, ah, let me go, let me go, let me go. Once and I, he, he like looks over his shoulder at you and he just sees your, your mean mug and you huff at him and this, just the smell of your breath is enough for him to start screaming. You look tasty. Ah! He's just screaming his fucking head off. 
Um, give me a quick uh, investigation. You've determined this could be the kid. Uh, see if you can see your position. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, um, you have him around his arm, and you feel a lump, kind of, uh, kind of on uh, on his uh, left breast, like inside of a inside of his little jacket, like a pocket. This took a weird fucking turn. So yeah, you need to get that lump checked out. Yeah, just a, just, you know, like a breast pocket in his shirt. Uh huh. There seems to be uh, something of uh, familiar size, texture, I'm possibly gonna, your component's pouch. I'm going to attempt to take my component pouch back. Okay, so you like just. Got him under your, just put him in a right arm headlock and just reach in his pocket, pull it out. Yep. Yep. It is your uh, little leather hide pouch with whatever we determined was in it. Um, you pull it free and do you drop him down or do you stay hold on to him? Uh, I'm going to. Uh... Hmm. You know what? Let's find out. What am I going to do? Yep. I'm going to hold on to him. Okay. Uh, Lonick's turn. He's just like looking around at the crowd. He's like, uh, yeah, uh, sorry. A little commotion. Seem, these kids seem to get a little handsy. Uh, it's under control. It's under control. And I will roll, uh, what is that? Performance or persuasion? How's that? Okay. Trying to just like you know calm the crowd down a little bit. Hey, look at that! Uh, he doesn't convince anybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, was a, that was a damn shitty roll. Uh, Holiday, it's back to you. Uh, you got a hold of the kid. Uh, Belvedere seems to uh, regained his possession, uh, and the kid has stopped struggling against your uh, your grasp. There are still uh, two kids. Actually, there's the one kid with the, the table leg or whatever. He's still there. But the other one on the other side that was just kind of hammering at you with his fist, uh, once Bug picked up the other kid, he kind of turned towards Bug. He hasn't uh, acted yet, but that's where he's his attention is headed. Is he, like, actively? So he hasn't swung at him or anything? No, his, it isn't his turn yet. But uh, so we got he, he's, probably, he's going. He's going to his. Yeah, we have the cowbell back, and it look and a quick look at Bug looks like he recovered something from this other kid. Like they were all in it together. Um, is it murder o'clock? Not yet. Oh. I was sure it was murder o'clock. Yeah, no, I'm just going to wild form into a bear, but I'm not <laughs> going to do anything else from there. <laughs> so uh, I don't need to actively hold the kid anymore because we got the thing back. So I'm going to yeah. wild form into a bear and try and scare him. Are you but I'm not actively attacking? Are you mean the, the your the thing you did to the ground? Is that concentration based? 
I didn't believe it was. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you did that, and uh, I just let it happen. Uh, you uh, you noticed it, it happened, and then it just kind of disappeared again. And roll me a wisdom check. Because you're going to try to wild shape. Fourteen. Fourteen. Um, you uh, wild shape. You drop down to all fours, and uh, you make your roar of look at me, and uh, everyone looks at you and wonders why you're down on all fours. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you did not expend a wild shape, uh, the 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 emotional the mental state that you go into when you when you make these changes that came over you but the outward appearance didn't change like you feel beastly you feel powerful you feel like you're you know the bear is you but uh, you don't look any different Okay. He threw me off when he cast the, the spike growth thing. I totally forgot my whole adventure. Um, as you do. <laughs> as you do. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you get down and you roar, and the one with the table legs, like, what the fuck? He drops the table leg and he just kind of bolts out through the crowd. Uh, as he does, he shouts uh, something. Uh, like a name or, or one of their names, and uh, the kid that's turning towards uh, uh, that was that was to um, do you have the you don't have kid number one restrained anymore, right? You let go of him, and that's the one that uh, Belvedere had the knife on. So he is going to try, he's trying to get he gets up and he tries to scamper after the, the kid with the table leg. Belvedere, do you? Try to hold, stop him. You have a attack of opportunity, opportunity. Uh, no. You just let him go? Okay. He bugs out. He's yelling too. Um, the kid that you do not have a hold of, Bug, uh, looks over his shoulder, sees his two friends run. He sees uh, Holiday down on all fours and Belvedere holding a dagger and he books off opposite direction through the crowd uh-huh. uh which leaves us with the the kid you're holding who does a wiggle trying to break free athletics uh can you roll strength for me sure because he actually rolled decent on athletics uh that's a 10. Tent, I believe his 14 beat you. He, does. he slips just out. His arms kind of go up and uh, just slips down. Uh, your torso lands heavily as he drops about four feet uh, and then uh, just scampers right between your legs, right through the crowd after the, the other one. And the four of us are standing there 
or crouched there um, in this circle of people, and uh, they just a couple people start clapping. Other people just like hmm, and turn and start you know going about their business, move along. The crowd kind of like starts to collapse in on you guys again, whereas it you know schoolyard kind of opened up into this arena for mm-hmm. the for the combat. But as uh, as you guys have resolved the incident, uh, everybody starts to move about their thing. A few people still give you odd looks. Uh, no one is dressed like you. Um, the few of us who are who have um, like outward weapons, like daggers or or you know any kind of weaponry on us, like even the look of your backpacks look old and wildernessy compared to like anyone's normal bag. We look like we're in costume. We look like we're in costume compared to everyone around. Uh huh. But the uh, the marketplace that you find yourself now in in the midst of as traffic starts to flow and the carts are still moving around in their kind of procession around the square and out the way they came. Uh just kind of moves on. Uh, and are there are there any elements of the crowd that are just not dispersing? Like anyone still... Like they're just lingering? Um, give me a perception check. Uh, Twenty... Oh my goodness, 30. Um, yeah. You seem to recall, uh, there is a gentleman who is a few people deep in the crowd. Uh, there's a few people passing between you and him who isn't overly obviously watching you guys, but has you out his peripheral vision, just kind of watching. He looks a little rough compared to the rest of the people in the crowd. He doesn't look as well tailored. He looks a little urchin-like. Okay. Who seems to be eyeballing you. And the group. Do you... um, Actually, we'll do his perception. To see if he, yeah, he, he doesn't, apparently he's looking right over you, uh, because he didn't notice you clocked him. So then, yeah, I'll try. Probably, probably the people moving between has masked you observing him, but he he seems to be seeing the uh, the other three who are all large and tall-ish. I will, uh, and and this person's a, a little ways away. Like there's, there there's like a like a stream of like uh, maybe two people abreast walking. You know the sidewalk between the two of you. So he's maybe ten feet away from you, tops. Okay, uh, 
I will, given the circumstances, not relay this information to the group. I will attempt to keep an eye on this guy, though. Okay. Um, I am going to make a note of uh, odd man watching the group in the market. Oh my god, the answer is Belvedere, who watches the Watchman. <laughs> wow. Nice, nice. Belvedere dies. Wow. Um, as it's 12, I think that's the best, uh, goodest place any to... Uh, I love that, I love oh. that Chad keeps wowing at that, because I'm real fucking proud of it. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, you should be. Cut the audio. <laughs> 